Hello everyone and welcome back to the reunion of Final Fantasy VII Remake Podcast. I am your host Kai and joining me once again today is my incredible co-host Viz. How are you doing Viz? I'm doing fantastic and I'm tired at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, uh, I didn't really anticipate so much new stuff last um, Thursday on State of Play. And it threw Mm -hmm. everything into the garbage bin. Now I had to rearrange (laughs) my plans again. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Yeah. I feel the same way as well. I'm feeling um, just tired from work, but then also super excited at the same time to kind of get more information about, um, you know, this next, I guess, edition of the remake. And with all the information that we got at the State of Play, I've just been super excited and just i don't know how to explain it i just kind of want the next like three months to just fast forward so i can just play this (laughs) um but obviously first i have to find a ps5 but we're gonna talk a little bit about that Mm -hmm. um a little later in today's episode so i just want to go ahead and remind everybody the best way to support us here is to like sub and share the podcast if you have not done so hop on over to our youtube channel and subscribe you can also sub us on apple podcasts itunes spotify wherever you listen to your podcasts because we are literally on all podcast streaming platforms also don't forget to check us out on twitter as well i've been pretty active on there uh retweeting and sharing uh, more information about this new uh edition i guess of final fantasy 7 remake and uh also we will be doing some incredible giveaways so the best way to i guess be up to date on all of that is to follow us on twitter all right Viz, so what's been going on over at cosmo canyon observatory uh internally a lot on the channel not so much because of the shuffling around so mm-hmm. But what uh, what was happening is uh, around uh, around a week ago there was a community event on Sunday, twenty mm-hmm. first of uh, February. It was kind of in, in general a Final Fantasy VII remake award. Mm-hmm. Like we uh, we did a survey where people could vote on best material, best non-human character, best male, best female character, mm-hmm. uh, what have you. It's pretty interesting, and I thought, well, uh, Kudakuma and Peeps Nibbles did everything, and I thought, <laughs> well, it would be a cool event, cool community event, and a little bit of yeah. a show, and uh, they already cr- also created a, um edited video, which we watched. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, but then, at uh, halftime, in the middle, they inserted a completely new, and something that I was, was completely unaware of, uh, a new... Se- uh, sequence which was dedicated to my birthday which was on the 22nd <laughs> on monday yes yeah so there were a few birthday wishes some text-based mm-hmm. uh, an image a poem and some uh just uh video video messages of community members but mm-hmm. that was not all there was more like from <laughs> not just from the cco community but the final fantasy VII remake community overall and even something very someone very special someone who took part in the remake itself but you'd have to watch to know who Mm -hmm. i don't (laughs) want to spoil everything here so it's on on our channel the whole whole show just the edited video 
not the show itself. Like uh, we recorded also our yes. the awards show in Discord. Maybe we'll release a highlights version at some other point, but this will be done by other people from our community. Not mm-hmm. myself, because I don't really have any time for that. <laughs> I'm already short on time as it is, but this was yeah. really, really awesome. I had no words when this <laughs> happened. I just, I, I shut up, I listened, I uh, reacted in, in a text channel, but that was it. And afterwards, I just tried to collect my thoughts and tried to convey what I, what I felt, but it was really difficult. And I'm so grateful for uh, all those involved. I also thanked each and everyone personally. Mm-hmm. It's, it was really fun. It's, I, I've never thought this, this would happen. I also <laughs> didn't think that I was uh, so much appreciated. It was a really good feeling. Yeah. Also, at the very end of the presentation of the, the awards, there was also a cool cover. <laughs> cover of Hollow, sang by yours truly, my lovely co-host, Kairosis. Yay! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Audio only is on, on uh, Reunion Podcast channel, and yeah. the music video uh, edited by the amazing Rima Bell is on mm-hmm. our CCO channel, which is pretty good. Really, really nice uh, choice of scenes. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought it was amazing. I, w- I was so excited to be there because I was there. I was able to experience it live. It was so much fun, honestly. Um, probably the most fun that I've had in a long time, to be honest with you. I haven't really been able to hang out with my friends um, in my normal like social circle outside of you know, everything that I'm doing in my, in my like real, you know, life or whatever. Um, and it was just so awesome to be able to be there and experience it with everybody, um, live and to see, I guess, hear your reaction because (laughs) it was just, it it was amazing. And also it was a secret and I, I was like, peeps nibbles asked me to be part of it. And uh, I was like, absolutely. So then she was just telling me about the idea of everything. And I thought it was so awesome and so thoughtful. And oh, it was. I just wanted to be a part of it. Absolutely. And then there was a description, I think, on the invitation that was sent out that had said like, oh, there probably won't be any award winning musicians or whatever. And I was like, excuse me, (laughs) excuse me. I was like, no, 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 no. There will be music. And I will do it, and that's fine. And also, it was your birthday. So yep. then I was like, I might as well just do Hollow as a cover and surprise you for your birthday. And also, it'll be music for the show, which I thought was super fitting. And I was trying to figure out what song to sing, because there's not every Final Fantasy has a theme song with vocals in it. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I'm just going to do Hollow, because it's from Remake, and that's what... That's what we've been doing. This is what yeah. our, our podcast is about. And um, and also with CCO and everything, I just thought it was super um, applicable to the situation. So I'm really, I'm so glad you liked it. And, and Rima honestly outdid herself with the music video. It's oh, yeah. so great. It was so awesome. And yeah, it, it was just a lot of fun. Like everybody did such an amazing job um, with the events. Everybody that was involved I just I did write a list of names, but honestly, I know that I'm going to forget people, so I just don't want to even like say yeah, don't even individually stop because, because yeah. yeah. But honestly, it was just it was really it was a lot of fun. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. It was so <laughs> great. 
as I said before, I only expected a little award show, something to start off with. Maybe we'll do something similar in a year or something. <laughs> but no, they went went <laughs> in guns blazing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was that. And then there's yeah my current plan. The thing is, I already planned an addendum to our Aerith analysis, mm -hmm. which uh, I, I wanted to, to say uh, a few more things and show a few more details I found over time. I already finished it. It was ready to render and upload on Thursday when the state of play happened. And then I thought, well, I, I can't just upload this one now because people now expect, <laughs> expect me to analyze FF7R integrate and you for DLC and are not interested in Aerith stuff so okay let's put that on the back burner as well and then uh, mm -hmm. yeah, jump right into the analysis <laughs> of the new stuff which I'm still yeah. doing now whole weekend no breaks no nothing <laughs> yeah that's that's life of, mm -hmm. of CCO <laughs> right yeah yeah but it, mm -hmm. it's it's fun we also did a master analysis round for uh $1.16 patrons and above, mm -hmm. which uh, which consists of just uh, people in, in voice chat. We're talking about the, the footage. I, I tell them what I found. They tell me what they found. We go through the footage and talk about things and maybe uh, found, find new things. It's pretty cool. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is planned to be a rough analysis because a completely scripted, recorded and edited analysis video will take too long and will be more than yeah. one video so rough analysis is just me talking kind of like a live stream but not quite because i probably mm -hmm. just cut out uh, uh, bigger gaffes if it uh, disturbs the flow but i try not to edit too much just most if of it like i record i record also the image i show kind of a like a, a live show kind of like i did before remake came out i already mm -hmm. created a few rough analysis videos but with much better preparation this time and the right. addendum for the Aerith analysis is also in that vein in that uh, with that concept in mind i hope it will turn out <laughs> good because i'm not really that versed in free talking as some might yeah. see or hear here on the podcast. <laughs> sometimes it works out well, sometimes yeah. my brain just melts away and I don't really know <laughs> what to say and how to phrase words and sentences. It really depends, so it's... Yeah. But maybe if I keep doing this, maybe it will get better in the future. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and after that, I still aim to finish the script about Cloud and Sephiroth's uh, role in the remake. Right. And then multiple videos will be recorded and edited and some more final fantasy 16 in between so there's a lot for the next two months yeah but oh i have gosh. a feeling that it won't be too long until we get more information about integrate and then yeah put everything on hold again for that it's crazy <laughs> yeah exactly yeah well, I guess everybody has already figured out what we are going to be talking about today. We are talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake news. Um, obviously, Sony had a state of play and they had uh, announced at the very end Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. So what we're going to be doing today is we're just going to be giving our uh, first impressions, I guess, 
about this news about Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. We are going to be as well talking about the Yuffie DLC, um, our impressions about that, some brief story ideas about the DLC, like what it could potentially encompass. And I guess there were also some reveals from the compilation games that were shown in the trailer um, as well. So we'll be talking about that. We will also be talking about all the different multiple versions of the game available for purchase. I'm just going to try to break it down for everybody so it's a little bit easier to understand because it's really confusing Mm -hmm. um, with the upgrading and the DLC and the all that stuff. So hopefully I'll be able to simplify it for you. Also, we'll be talking about Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis and the first Soldier mobile games that were announced. That's pretty much it. So let's dive in. All right. So like I just said, Sony State of Play has happened this past Thursday. Um, At the very end, we got a Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate announcement, which honestly, I was super surprised actually that we got an announcement. Just because, I'll tell you why, because the rumors about the quote-unquote definitive edition were about, they, they basically had said that we were getting this, there was going to be an announcement in February, and the only thing that we had, that we knew of that was scheduled was the orchestra performance, and obviously that didn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. And then after the orchestra performance, I think it was a week or two uh, about a week after I think we got the state of play announcement, then I started to think, oh, okay, so this is more of the kind of event where something like this would be announced. I feel like looking back, an orchestra performance that was limited to only Japan, like I feel like probably wasn't the best place to do that. Yeah. And so, but I, I was a little disappointed because we didn't get anything at the orchestra performance that I was kind of trying not to think about the state of play that much because I didn't want to set myself up for a disappointment. And a lot of people online on Twitter were were thinking like, oh, I can feel it in my, I can feel it in my bones. (laughs) Like we're getting it. We're getting it. Like this is it. We're getting it at the state of play, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't, I was kind of made a joke like, guys, I'm not going to, I'm not saying anything. I'm not commenting on it. I'm just going to let it be and see what happens because maybe then we might actually get something Mm. and then sure enough we did get an announcement at the very end of the state of play which i was absolutely blown away i was like no no like what like i i it was kind of like how the announcement for the game (laughs) the first time um like way back when when we got that trailer um the first one obviously not the same but I still was super excited and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that we're actually getting getting um, new remake news and content, basically. And they surprised us because at first I thought, oh, it was just, you know, the visual upgrade for the PS5 mm-hmm. that we kind of knew was coming down the line anyway. We just didn't know when. But then they hadn't they announced that uh, it's coming with I guess it's bundled with it depends. It's bundled with the DLC. It's a Yuffie episode that's releasing on June 10th, which isn't that much longer. It's only like three months away, three months and a few weeks, I think, um, which isn't that long. And. Yeah, I'm just I, I was actually super surprised that we're getting story content as a DLC. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm surprised and I'm not. Like, I'm surprised that they are going this, this route and they're giving us story as DLC, which we kind of talked about, Viz, on previous episodes where we were kind of like, we didn't really want, like, purchasable little episodes of DLC story. 
But this is kind of bundled with Integrate, the new edition of the game. And I feel like they probably felt like they had to give us something more than just a visual upgrade to kind of entice people to mm. buy the PS5 version of the game. I think that that was part of the reason as well. And there was probably ideas for things that they wanted to do that they couldn't fit into the first game that they thought would should still be released. Not necessarily talking about the cut Tifa story that was cut that wasn't given to us, basically. Mm. But yeah, so I, I'm super excited. I can't wait to play this. I love Yuffie so much as a character. We've talked about this before. I love her character design, actually, in this. And it looks like they've taken her Dirge of Cerberus like character model and updated it. Because she also wore like a Moogle. What would you call that? Like a Moogle garb? A cloak, or Moogle I guess. Cloak, I yeah. Cape. Yeah. Um, cloak thingy. thing as well in dirge of cerberus so it's kind of giving me dirge of cerberus vibes but only the cloak so amazing yeah, only, only the, the cloak, cloak yeah. yes yes but i'm so excited for this and honestly like if they zoomed in on her sweater at one point okay with the upgraded textures you can see like a fuzzy texture it's really on fuzzy, her sweater. Yeah, <laughs> i was like wow like the detail is so crazy like you can actually see the texture on her sweater i was like oh my god anyway i'm super excited yeah, even her her moogle hoodie the, the moogle nose mm -hmm. and the the, the pommel pom-pom however you call this is so yeah. fuzzy red and even the thread that goes through her uh hoodie um through the hoodie border i guess you yeah. say that it's it's really extremely detailed it looks mm -hmm. so good so I believe them when they're saying, you know, we're getting these upgraded textures, which is what we wanted. And mm -hmm. in the trailer, I thought the trailer was really well done, but I love the trailer when it's just like textures. Yeah. Like the, word, <laughs> the word textures just come in and then it's like showing you like a left to right comparison. Mm -hmm. But yet they did not show the textures of the door. Nope, they didn't. Because they knew if they did, everyone would... would even those who didn't know yet would know, oh, the doors were terrible. <laughs> I just thought it would be actually ridiculous if they just, for the textures, they didn't show us anything. They only showed us the doors. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would have been so funny. Definitely. But also kind of like really meme. cool. Yeah. Yeah, like a meme. Like, I feel like they could have <laughs> snuck that in. Like, they could have showed us the rest, but they could have just showed us, like, that door kind of like the effect when uh cloud or after cloud jumps down the the train and then the whole the whole screen uh crashes into million pieces and we see the improved version kind of the same like you see the ugly door maybe even the music <laughs> goes down and then, and then super high def doors <laughs> oh my god that would have been so cool it would have been so like i don't know meme worthy they oh, would yeah. have had so many memes anyway it's too bad they didn't but i feel yeah. like it was a missed opportunity but they they haven't showed us the upgraded doors so imagine that they don't i mean the door textures were there it was just obviously like an lod issue right like it didn't for load, sure yeah but i feel like they made the decision for it not to load because it could have been that there were textures that were giving them issues and there were frame rate issues so they axed it last minute or whatever i don't know but I'm hoping now we're getting all of them. Like, I yep. hope that there's not anything that's going to be, you know what I mean? Like, kind of 
taken away from us, like whether it's quality or mm. I don't know, like lighting or textures or whatever. And it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like, no. you know. Well, at least it was smooth enough and probably always, almost always a smooth 30 FPS, I guess. Yeah. I have a feeling that this was their main goal. Have a smooth performance. If some textures don't look as great, well, we can live with that. We need performance. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure. And I yeah. also love how, how they will uh, give us two options. Either re always 4K resolution, prioritize mm -hmm. this, or prioritize always 60 FPS. Yeah. I feel like this game is going to benefit from 60 FPS because yes. it, the action is so fast. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the smoother it is, the better. And I know that it matters more for you know, like esports games mm -hmm. like Overwatch and, you know, um, COD or other shooters. Um, Fighting games. You know, yeah, as well. Like you want to have that reaction time, you know, as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. I do feel like this game is going to benefit from the 60 FPS for sure. I'm probably going to play it on, on the performance mode. I will want to try out the, the resolution mode or whatever they're calling it. I forget now. I think uh i don't remember yeah it's okay it doesn't matter um but yeah i'm just excited to be able to play this game again and i didn't finish my hard playthrough on the ps4 version and luckily the save file can transfer yes so um i just i'm looking forward to it because it's going to be able to like kind of bring me back into the game give me a reason to play it Give me a reason, not only just the the UFI DLC, like I want to play it for that, but also it's going to bring me back because I want to like finish my hard playthrough. And now it's kind of like, okay, it's just sealed the deal. Like I have to go back. I have to play the hard playthrough, but on the PS5 version to get the best experience and the best smoothest frame rate, which is super exciting. But I need a PS5. I don't have one yet. So we have, neither do you, so we have the next three months to get one yeah. <laughs> because I want to play this immediately, like as soon as it releases. So hopefully I'll be able to find one by yeah. then. But um, I might get lucky this week if there's a new batch. So I'll, I'll refresh uh, several pages of several online retailers oh, okay. here in Switzerland and hope that they are in stock again and then immediately mm -hmm. order. Because last week I was a bit too late and uh, my friend also, he tried to order it. He did. He got the receipt and everything. And then like half an hour later, oh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, we we don't have it on stock anymore. Like, Oh, really? Uh, he was also too late because I, I think when people order it at the same time, they slowly go through it. And then those who were too late even with a confirmed order they get kicked out again and refunded oh no yeah yeah it's been happening it's... a lot where people it it will go through and take their information and then after you get an email saying your order's been canceled because yeah it was a computer glitch where the stock i guess couldn't update like fast or that enough, yeah the inventory, yeah so because they were usually sold with... out with websites, they are cached, so if they update it in the back end, it doesn't immediately in the same second update on, uh, exactly. on the websites. It, it really depends on the load. On smaller sites, it updates usually immediately, but on bigger mm -hmm. sites, which have to uh, take care of load balancing, caching stuff to not overload their systems, it might take a few seconds, maybe even a minute or two. And if, if you then order, 
the UI says you can and you can uh, in the background as well. But then if the order is processed, it notices, oh, we don't really have to have it anymore. Then, yeah, it will be refunded. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. So what are your thoughts on uh, the announcement? I was pretty much surprised. And <laughs> I, I tried to not anticipate it because I didn't want to get disappointed mm -hmm. again. Because if I thought, oh, maybe here, maybe here, yes. Is it this? No. Is it this? No. Is it it? No. Is it? No. Uh. <laughs> I just enjoyed every single announcement. Like Kina was there with a new trailer, which is pretty cool. I might yes. play. And there was another one I forgot. Uh, I don't remember which games the, uh, were there. Um, this this time loop game, uh, Death yeah, something. Yeah, I don't Death remember. Loop. It's Death, Death loop, loop. Yeah, it's not my kind mm -hmm. of game, but I I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll watch someone someone play because uh, at least the story it looks, looks interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I just I'm confused as to what it is. That's that's my problem. I don't I don't know what it is yet. Like, is it Overwatch? But I think yeah. it's a multiplayer brawler, but it's a shooter, oh, but like kinda, yeah. I don't know. I was confused. I'm confused. Anyway, it looks really cool. I agree. It does, yeah. And there were a few others too. And then they said, "Oh, we have one last surprise for you. Uh, uh one of the 2020's uh, best games something. I don't remember the exact wording." And I thought, mm -hmm. "Oh, please don't don't crap on me now." Because my mind went immediately, oh, please be it this, please be it this, because I can't not anticipate something if they start the announcement with that. And lo and behold, <laughs> it was Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it started Yay. exactly the same as the 2019 mm -hmm. uh, Tokyo Game Show trailer. Same music, yeah. same scenes, but then it deviated a little bit, showed other scenes from other trailers. I thought, oh, well, it's just, as you said before, just the definitive edition with a higher, higher native resolution and 60 mm -hmm. FPS and stuff. And then it, it changed to the looking glass um, perspective. And, oh, wait, no way. <laughs> <laughs> and then it kind of sounded like chessy a little bit. Yeah, then I, th I, I thought, thought no, so it, must, it doesn't really make any sense. And then, then we we saw I saw the Moogle cloak, and oh no, you got to be <laughs> kidding me! This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I you should have uh, seen the chat in uh, in our uh, CCO Discord. It was everyone went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was. I was on CCO, but I don't know which channel. I I was probably in the wrong channel. I can't oh, remember maybe, which one we... I was in. <laughs> There's so many channels. I'm like, I don't even know which one I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that is a bad the... thing. I just mean like everybody is talking in every yeah. channel. Yeah. So I'm just like, which one am I in? I'm talking in the silence channel and people are like, yo, this is silence channel. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, why are you talking the side silence channel? You need to move over to this channel. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, for it's, the it's a little bit confusing for non-initiated. I have to agree. I usually only use silence for those who want, still want to talk, but don't want to use the microphone if we're in voice chat. Yes, yes, but I know, for but events, I was just writing in there. Yeah, exactly. And for events, if something happens, we usually don't talk, which is uh, right in text channel. And this is, mm -hmm. that's the event <laughs> channel. That's probably yeah. why, uh, why I got confused. And I don't blame you. But yeah, it was a bit, everyone went crazy there. 
And then it kept going, kept going. Especially new Avalanche members and uh, mm -hmm. Yuffie, how we, we know her. And then someone new came and then, huh, who's that? And we see a bow. Oh, it's it? No, hey, wait, who are you? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was fun. And then we saw Barrett and uh, Tifa and Biggs. I thought, oh, maybe, maybe they'll show us a little bit more. Maybe even a scene in the in the, um, the hideout. But no, just a little scene maybe for context and then back yeah. to Yuffie. And her, her funny Naruto run and wall run and it was, was really cool. And at the end, deep ground. So Doors of Cerberus lore confirmed to be 100% canon, I think. Even with a, a teaser of Weiss, but VR only. But we'll get into this later. Yeah. So that's uh, the, the the gist of <laughs> of of what got us going in in this channel. And to, uh, yeah, those were the highlights, and where everyone mm -hmm. went just crazy. Yeah, I'm interested to find out more about the new character uh, Sonan. Mm. Uh, Sonan Kusakabe. Yeah, I'm interested to see where he is going to go as a character, but people were like, oh, he's just going to die. He's going to die yeah. or something based on who his voice actor is because that voice actor um, normally dies in everything they've been in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, dear. You know, these things happen. So, mm. I mean, if he dies, he dies, I guess. Like, we'll deal with it. You know what I mean? But mm. I hope not because he seems like a super interesting character, a shinobi from Wutai. And, yeah, definitely. Um, there's that one point when she says something about I'm not your sister. So, yep. hmm, interested to see. People are like, oh, it's her brother. I don't no. think it's her brother. I just <laughs> no. think that I think that they probably call each other sister and brother, maybe, like, in Wutai because of the cultural thing or something. I'm not sure, but... Yeah. I have a lot of th thoughts about this. <laughs> yeah, so stay tuned for that rough analysis episode that will be coming to CCO for more yeah. in-depth information. And we'll go... We'll, we're going to talk a little bit more on our next episode, more in-depth about the story. And Definitely, yeah give our kind of um predictions for you know what where mm -hmm. the story might go and things like that we are going to touch a little bit on that today but yeah i thought that he looked really cool as a character and like you said the additional members of avalanche look super cool i like that they included that scene to give context as well mm -hmm. and people were like because there was a rumor that it was like going to be a D the dlc was like a chapter 8.5 mm -hmm. and then i think chapter 19 so the 8.5, people were thinking, oh, it's like the Tifa mission that didn't make it in or whatever. Yeah. We might not get that. That might not even be anything. No, Maybe probably not. it could be... Yeah, it doesn't make sense to fit in with Yuffie, I guess, nope. <laughs> unless she's there working with Tifa like earlier and doesn't say something. Like, it doesn't even, it doesn't even make sense, but it could be. Those two groups are completely separate. They even say it in the trailer in, in the dialogue that they better not meet because the other avalanche, Barrett's avalanche group is uh, on hmm. surveillance of Shinra. They can't have that. Well, even if we don't get it, we don't get it, whatever, it's fine. I'm just happy we're getting something. Oh, for and sure. A little, a little extra content, so. And to be fair, it's really more interesting to receive new characters, to play as Yuffie, than just rethread the same old, same old with... Tifa in the same sector and doing practically the same, maybe even uh, similar side quests and stuff, just to spend more yeah. time with the same again. Still, it would be cool to know to see what what they actually do, 
uh, after they lose cloud and until yeah. they re, uh, reconvene in sector six. But still, something new with more lore, more connection to part two and part three or something is more enticing. I think it's it's more interesting. Yeah. It's it's it hooks you more. So I'm glad they did that. Yeah, me too. Um, super excited. I just uh, um, so so not the new character. Um, people thought that he looked like Zach, so then people were confused because they <laughs> yeah. were like, "Is that Zach? What? No. Like, yeah, this that sense. It's like, no, no, it's not Zach. Not definitely yet. not. <laughs> but you can see their facial features are a little bit different from each other. Yeah, they are. But they do look similar. But they're not. It's it's, it's not a Zach. similar archetype, I think. Yeah, I think so too. They might have used Zach's character model and changed his face. Like, I, you know <laughs> Maybe, what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just yeah. modified. I'm excited to see where he goes as a character mm. and how he's, like, how is he going to be introduced? Like, what is his backstory? We might not even get that much, but... I hope so, we do. Maybe he appears in part two, you know? And this is what maybe, we were yeah. talking about on previous episodes as well, where it just provides him with the opportunity to give us new characters mm -hmm. you know in yeah. part two and part three like exactly why not it's just enriching the story and the worlds that we know of already of final fantasy 7 and there's so many different you know compilation characters that we might see that they might give story to um as well which you know i'm open to that i can't wait to see mm. where this is going to go um with him as a character I kind of hope that he survives and then we meet him in uh, in Wutai again. Yes. When we go with yes. uh, Yuffie to Wutai. And maybe he's even a guest character there as well. For that a would short be amount of time. Amazing. Not sure how it will fit in, but uh, I kind of want, want to uh, kind of see characters again, not just one offs. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Especially those who are really integrated into the story, like Sonon. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Having them, you're you see them, or you like interacting with them multiple times mm. from through the throughout the games. It's not just like a throwaway character that's exactly. just gone forever. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's a new character, and then they're like, oh, they just yeah. it's like the pay. There's no payoff. It's just exactly. the fact that you're just taking up time. I felt mm. like they did a good job with this first part as well. With that. Mm. Um, we talked about this on previous episodes also, but I feel that the additions to the game help and are meaningful. And I think that we're going to see a payoff for some of the characters' stories. like Yeah, Johnny, Leslie. Leslie, Kyle, yeah, exactly. Like, hopefully, we'll see what happens, but anyway. Corneo, because that's... Mm -hmm. MF is still at large. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. And we were kind of talking about, I was on Twitter just talking about, oh, this kind of gives them, because people were thinking, oh, how are we going to start part two without, like, are they going to start, sorry, the team, are they going to start part two without their equipment or material or whatever? Mm. Like, what are they going to do? How are they going to do that when you're starting from level one, blah, blah, blah. And then I thought, oh, well, maybe they're introducing Yuffie now because she does steal the material from Shinra. And then she, yes, she meets up with the group, but then she takes their st it could happen earlier where they she takes their stuff mm -hmm, and then they sure. have to like chase her back to Wutai to get all their stuff back or something or they're there for something else and then i'm i don't know anyway i'm stretching yeah. it but <laughs> you know it does make more sense now that it could potentially happen or it could just be you start the game and there's no explanation yeah that's and you're just level one there's nothing and 
Okay. Or if <laughs> you know? if uh, if the the Aerith, uh, analysis, the theory in there comes true, that this first part um, took uh, took place in in the memories of the live stream, and then it, right, the whole right. timeline got reset, and we're now in the new reality. Then of course they can just say, okay, because yeah, of this change, go. everything got reset because they're now in reality mm-hmm. and stuff. That makes sense. That's that's yeah. the other idea that I makes have sense for. As well. For a mm-hmm. thing, and if part two really stops at uh, the whirlwind maze, we start part three with uh, being captured in Junon and almost being executed, and mm-hmm. then f- uh, losing all all our gear and stuff would also make sense story wise. So they could, I think they could go kind of the Kingdom Kingdom Hearts route because the reset of Sora is also always kind of explained, yeah. or as you said, just. No reason at all, just for gameplay purposes. You lose everything and have to do it again. Yeah. Um, so it looks like team up attacks are a thing. Yeah. I forget what they're called. The specific do you know what it's called? Um, there are two which Is it you can synergize synergize. Yeah, so, so, uh, synergized Art of War and Synergized Whirlwind. Those are the two yeah. we see in uh Yuffie's quick menu. I'm loving it. And I th- uh I think we do we see only those two or more? Because I haven't analyzed the battles as detailed yet because I'm not there yeah. yet. So I can't say too much. Remember way back when, when there were screenshots and it looked like Tifa was jumping off mm. of Cloud Sword, mm-hmm. remember? And we were like, oh, maybe yeah. there's team-up attacks. That would be so cool. Like combos, whatever. It could be like an experimentation with combos that might make it into part two even. They might be just like testing I hope so. to see. You yeah, know what sure. I mean? It would be so cool. If they did add that element, because it just adds another layer there to the combat system, which is already very good. Like, it's one of my favorite combat systems across all the Final Fantasy games. Honestly, I I loved it uh, so much. And I think this could add another fresh element to it. And I hope they keep it in part two. Obviously, we haven't played it like the DLC yet, so we don't even know. Um, But from the, the video that they showed, it looks super cool and it powerful does, yeah. and i can't wait to to try it out <laughs> it also seems there are two two different versions of team up attacks one is just an atb ability which uh, um draws away and atb from both at the same time right and the other one with this those new symbols and when both um status elements are surrounded by this glowing blue effect which it's also not always there. So there are kind of mm-hmm. two things, but we'll talk about this in the next episode, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on, we are talking about story, briefly talking about story ideas. So let's go through the synopsis. So it says the new Yuffie DLC will be two chapters long. It will focus on the Wutai Shinobi as they infiltrate Midgar and join forces with the main avalanche branch to steal Shinra Company's ultimate materia. After the bombing of Sector 5 Reactor, Midgar is in a state of crisis. Amidst the chaos, the Shinobi of Wutai begin their secret operations. A young woman named Yuffie wears a Mughal cape and is joined by her reliable partner, Sonan. They aim to steal the ultimate materia developed by the Shinra company with the aid from the main avalanche branch. They rush forth into enemy territory for the sake of their land and for revenge. Guided by the calls of the planet, the gears of a new destiny begin to turn, or begin to turn, sorry. 
This is an interesting sentence. <laughs> yeah, so it was a translation. Thank you, Audrey. You're incredible. Yep. Always translating everything that comes out of Japan, any news, anything, and props to you. Honestly, shout out to Audrey um, for doing this. So, yeah, so we've got a lot of information here. Did you want to go ahead? I know that you wanted to talk a little bit about the last, I know the last sentence, guided by the calls of the planet, the gears of a new destiny began to turn. So did you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, this, I don't have too much to say, but it's, it's so interesting that uh, they say guided by the calls of the planets, the planets kind of makes them do something, but this, mm. this didn't happen in the original. Maybe it did. But we, of course, never saw it from the eyes of Cloud, the others. That's why they don't, they, they can't meet. Yuffie can't meet up with the others because they, they never see her there. Otherwise, it would be uh, breaking the timeline quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's hard to say because it really seems like this is meant to be. It is kind of meant to set up something for the future. Or maybe just to give more context to what happens later anyway, or would have happened in the original timeline. And the gears of a new destiny begin to turn. So new destiny is, I'm pretty sure, is a reference to Yuffie. It is the new destiny in, uh, in this version of the mm -hmm. timeline, because it was never a thing in the, in the original. It begins to turn. But... I'd I'd have to think a bit more of the, uh, about this and look a bit more into it to kind of <laughs> make sense of it in in the context of of the remake of the original and my own theories. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't seem yeah because my theory uh, is is based on this first game, live streams memories, and then after that it's in reality. So, but this, before, the planet said, no, it has to go this way, and the enforcers were the whispers, because it was, it wanted to retain its own memories. It didn't want yeah. its own memories to change. So that's, that's why the calls of the planet, the planet says, hey, you have to do this, because otherwise it, destiny wouldn't work. So I kind of have to, I kind of think this is a, a retcon into the original storyline, but still making it fit into the original storyline. Kind of like a, a, side, a side story that fits in perfectly. But still, they, they pretend that it always happened. So that's, that's why it, it also happened in the original timeline. And yeah, it, it just starts to turn. Like this this new old thing. I, I, I yeah. currently have troubles to actually convey what I'm thinking because it, it, it doesn't really make any sense. But yeah. It mo makes sense, but it's not like easily explained. I'm not sure either. It's very yeah. cryptic. So It's always like this with uh, timey-wimey mm -hmm. stuff and Destiny yeah. and Redcon. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah. I just thought it could be that now, like it's a different, it's a different, um, the destiny has changed. It's not the same anymore because of the whispers were destroyed and all of that. So unless, unless it's meant to not be in part of the lifetime's memories, like uh, that the remake is already done and it's reset, 
But from that point on, there's all, also a past. And in this new past, this happened. Before it didn't happen, but now it did oh. happen because we changed stuff. Mm, and then the planet had to kind of rearrange things a little bit so that everything fits again. Because time corrects itself oh. uh, always. And that's also uh, integrate is in between. It moves from one point to the other. It's a middle point. So it is yeah. something that happens between part one and part two. And if part one is done, and this one would probably also happen after, even story-wise. Even if it happens within the story of part one, if, if this makes any sense. So yeah. This is interesting. Yeah. That's kind of my so... current idea, yeah. We don't know when this story is taking place. Is it taking place during the story of part one? Yeah. It's, or is it's... it after the ending when the whispers are destroyed? This is like what happens then? No, no, it's it's story-wise, like from our perception is uh, during chapter eight, after Cloud falls to his apparent right. death. And uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay. that's, that's why they showed the scene with Tifa, Barrett and Biggs. Yeah. To give context when it happens, yeah. Is this chapter 19, which is after 18, and we know what happens in 18, so I'm like, oh, is it something that happens after? Or it's just chapter 19, but it's taking place during chapter 8? Well, t again, it, it depends on perspective. Like, story-wise, how you tell it, it, yeah. it happens after Airbuster, but before the Sector 7 plate falls, because it's still there, and they even say... Hey, uh, you should you should leave now because there's rumors that uh, the plate is uh, coming down. Mm. It's part of the trailer, even. So it's it's really setting stage that it's happening in this time frame. But if we go by this uh, timey wimey stuff, or let's just call it uh, recreated destiny, like corrected destiny, it didn't happen before. But after we destroyed the whispers and destiny. And then everything we did before is committed to the new reality. But right. That the new reality makes sense because of everything we changed. Other changes also happen, like a ripple effect through time backwards. That's why they can change stuff even in the past, especially with uh, Zach, um okay. living now. This probably also um, has an effect, I, I, I wager. And that's why it's. Um, I can see this DLC happening time-wise in Chapter 8, but not before they destroy Destiny, after they destroy Destiny, because what they experienced before still happened. Chapter 1 through 18 still happened, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. And, yeah. But the, this Yuffie chapter is just something new that got inserted to make sense of this new reality and the new past, new timeline. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's my current idea, and I really should uh, write this down afterwards after recording, so that yes. I can include it into story predictions for the rough analysis. Yeah. You heard Absolutely. it first here. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a live, live, not really analysis, yeah. but live uh, revelation, kind of. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm getting DOC vibes, like Georgia Service vibes yes. from the story. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, people online were like, oh, it's canon, no. <laughs> well, I personally don't mind that it's canon. I just didn't yeah. like the game itself, like gameplay and how it was presented, but the lore itself, the story, certain elements weren't that bad, actually. 
just yeah they presented cringe but yeah i agree yeah like i like whole... the story elements yeah it was cringy but the gameplay was not that great <laughs> no, no i liked it being like a shooter though like i was it was like, cool. interested in that i thought it was cool it was a nice a experiment Fantasy game yeah mm-hmm. absolutely but still yeah Subpar. i haven't played it in so long though so i forget yeah. a lot of it I recently rewatched everything, so I have oh, have did it you? a bit more. Yeah. Oh, I should do that. I should watch like a playthrough on YouTube. Exactly. That's an yeah. Interesting I idea. I just did some brief kind of researching online oh, just I after because yeah. I was like trying to um, refresh my memories mm, about yes. like everything in the game. So it looks like they're infiltrating the Shinra Tower to find the what was in the translation was said it ultimate said materia, the yeah. ultimate materia yeah. yeah but we didn't know if this was a reference to huge materia like in the original people were hoping that it mm. is actually huge materia um Probably. that they're looking for but because in the original there wasn't really that much lore if any about huge materia just that Scarlet uh, wanted this huge materia and yeah. they tried to create huge material in, in uh, s a certain reactors. One is yeah. in uh, Fort Condor, one in the uh, underwater reactor, another one in Corel, and the th fourth one... Oh, come on, memory. <laughs> All right. Some people on um, Twitter brought up some good points about it being a different type of materia and oh, not huge be, materia yeah. i forget what the name of it is now uh anyway. the one that you might be uh, looking for is proto materia but i don't think so because um yeah it's proto materia that's right yeah. first not everyone knows about this proto materia is something rather um secret and it was inserted into vincent's body in the past like 30 years in the past I think it was 30 mm -hmm. years. Yeah, because Vincent was uh, in the coffin for 30 years, I think, because he's now considered to be 60. Right. So it was inside of him, and it only got stolen by Rosso in Dirt of Cerberus, which is three years later. So it virtually can't be proto-material because Vincent has it. But maybe it, that they try to recreate the proto-material kind of like a, a copy a clone or something mm -hmm. that has similar properties to maybe i don't know but i i'm pretty sure it's huge material that they're trying because we saw scarlet experimenting with uh yes with, with her team there to create material because they had three of them and maybe that yeah. they wanted to fuse it into a bigger one, but then they uh, went out of control and everything exploded, as, as we've <laughs> seen in Chapter 16. Uh, yeah. And it looks like somebody said there was a B-13, like, on the wall behind her, which kind of says, like, oh, she's in the basement on floor. B-13. Even says on the label, when the scene begins, it says B-13, mm -hmm. some material research laboratory yeah. or something like that. Yeah, so it would make sense because this is taking place obviously in the Shinra Tower, in the pillar underneath exactly, ground, yeah. right? And that's where On Deep Ground level is. Thirteen, yes, which is my next thing. It looks like <laughs> also with the reveal of the, I guess the 
like the soldier units, like mm-hmm. their their garb, like what they're wearing, it looks yep. very very similar to what how Deep Ground um, looked. Yeah, it's not exactly the Cerberus. same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, with the little like eye in the middle, mm. the blue and, lines. Yeah, yeah, it looks very similar. And what else do we get? It looks like people are thinking that uh, there's talk about the Sviets and I don't know if they'll be returning or not. We'll see potentially maybe in the battle simulator. Um, also, the big reveal at the end of the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, it was Weiss and... Yes. I was just <laughs> looking for you to say, <laughs> yeah. to say who Weiss. it was. <laughs> yeah. It looks like Weiss. And also, um, just by the hair but the eyes are different though because somebody had just actually recently just today i think a few minutes ago like put a screenshot of his eyes they're different they don't have like the yellow ring around the middle okay i haven't checked that yet i'm not there with the analysis <laughs> in his new in the in the trailer anyway it doesn't look like his eyes are the same so people are like hmm, that's interesting um people are thinking potentially could be like a battle in the battle simulator somehow. oh for sure yeah it is the battle simulator but when you check the background. Yeah, it looks like if you freeze it, the video, if you just pause it and you're looking, it looks like the battle simulator. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so we'll see. I'm liking this. I am okay to kind of go back to... Not go back, but just to get... Just like story that is included in the remake and it's tying in with Dirge of Cerberus. I'm okay with it. And I feel like it's probably going to be better done than how it was in Dirge of Cerberus. Oh, for sure, yeah. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because they did such a good job so far and even including uh, nods to compilation material, but only nods and or just slight um, references and not mm-hmm. like blatantly uh, copy paste something in, and then which results in cringe. They really did a good job. Mm-hmm. Like the mention yeah. of co- of uh, Kunzel, um mentioning the assassination attempt on President Chinner from before Crisis, and like also referencing Deep Ground without saying that it is, but it's of course Deep Ground because it's underneath Midgar, like in exactly. chapter thirteen. And with the experiments from Hojo, which also kind of resemble mm-hmm. this, those deep ground soldiers with uh, the yeah. glowing eye in the middle, but are like atrocities. Some new mm-hmm. experiments we haven't seen before. And Sleep Busy had uh, the, the theory about them being uh, experiments to kind of fuse G and S genes because the failed experiments has like this wing bone on both sides, not just on yeah. the right like Genesis, oh no, the left. Genesis has it on the left and Sephiroth has it on the right. All the, the little ones have it on the left, like Genesis, and the big one has it on both sides, as if it was meant to be a combination of both. So this is something new even. So they took something old and took it even further, which is mm-hmm. pretty interesting for the future, what uh, the future holds. And speaking of the future and Proto-Materia and Omega, which were part, a big part of Dirge of Cerberus, since they now mm-hmm. include Deep Ground so blatantly and Yuffie's Dirge of Cerberus uh, cloak, 
I'm pretty sure that Protomaterial and Omega make an appearance in some form in the future and that Vincent and Chaos have also, or at least the Chaos mm. version of Vincent have a much more um, relevant uh, appearance or relevant relevancy mm -hmm. to the story. I'm pretty sure. Zviet, I don't know, because Weiss, or Weiss, mm -hmm. as is, he should be pronounced, because uh, Weiss is just German for white. Yeah, that's how I say it. Yeah, and it's pronounced Weiss with, with a V <laughs> in German. Like VR, where he, he mm -hmm. appears. <laughs> we'll go through the numerous interview later, where he confirms a few things. And I had a thought, but I don't think it's true, but maybe... The final battle in the trailer is not Weiss, as confirmed mm. by Nomura. Maybe it's Sonos. Okay. That's for another video. I don't really think that's interesting. Uh, there are there are arguments for it, but not 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 that uh, strong yeah. ones. But it's more likely that he either dies protecting Yuffie or he survives and will be a side character later. I'm more leaning towards those uh, outcomes. Yeah, I don't know because they did a good job like cutting that trailer. It does yeah. look like Vice is the boss, but I feel like they might have they might have kept some stuff a secret. I feel oh for sure. So because in the interview, Nomura says like three times, "Please wait for more information." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who knows not mm -hmm. much, that much longer i guess we'll get more information as it gets closer to the release yeah. obviously but i'm all for it i can't wait to play this i think it's going to be amazing honestly i'm just super glad that we're going to be able to get to play as yuffie oh same here right and it's so crazy that we get to play as yuffie before red 13 like wow. yeah this is this is almost a travesty <laughs> Like you said no for Red 13, but then you give us Yuffie. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> well, Yuffie has Come two on. chapters now, so maybe, I know. but yeah, it's it's still sad. I really wanted to play as Red, but I I I, yeah. I understand because only playing if, uh, with him or as him for like half of chapter 17. Ah, no, I I think the most no the whole of chapter 17. Mm -hmm. Then just a few bosses afterwards, like one dungeon and a few bosses is too little to actually get to know him. Yeah. Do you think, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. the trailers, like, do you think that it'll be able... I, I didn't see any swap character, like how you can swap in the original with Sona, Sonan. Like, nope, I don't think gone. you're going to be able to... It's You can't swap, nope, right? No, you can't. It's also confirmed yeah. in, in the interview, yeah. So he's there for backup and you can probably issue him commands yes. and do team up attacks like synergizing attacks exactly either synergizing attacks but also but you can issue commands because the l2 button is there so you can press l2 and yeah. then uh, input or use his commands but not control him because i think that has uh implications to story oh. that he's not actually playable Either, yeah, okay. he dies or is never really a party member. But because it's only Yuffie, it would have, would be too boring to just play as one character so you can at least command mm. the second one and use combo um, attacks like the synergized attacks and combo attacks and stuff to make it more spicy and interesting. Mm. That's my guess anyway. 
I feel like they should, since they're going in anyway, they should just like break Red 13 out of his laboratory and then he can like help them. But then she has to like put him back in. She's, <laughs> she's yeah. like, she's like, thank Why you so not? much for your help, yeah. but I have to put you back in because I don't want any like people to suspect yeah. me, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because and let us play as yeah. Red Thirteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Third party member, and then say, uh, "Please, Red, you need to go back into your cell because the others can uh, The others need to need your help too, like Aerith exactly. and the rest. Huh? Who are Aerith and the rest? You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. But it just it's probably gets, not going to happen. Nah, <laughs> or it just gets taken again because uh, maybe y Yuffie gets away, so no, uh, protects her, make sure she gets away and he doesn't. He might be then used for experimentation. Dread gets just uh, is just put back into yeah. his uh, tank or something. But this would be a really really huge surprise, and everyone would be like, mm -hmm. "What? Yeah, sign me up, baby." <laughs> <laughs> No, I I would, I would so jump cool. for, uh, from joy, definitely. I know. Yeah. All right. So moving on, we're just going to kind of go through the different versions of the game, uh, since there's kind of a lot of fine prints for mm -hmm. how to be able to, I guess, get this upgrade and everything. Yep. So it is available as a free PS5 upgrade that you will be able to claim if you already own a copy of the PS4 version of Remake, either digital or disc version of the PS4 Final Fantasy VII Remake. However, if you own a disc version of the PS4 game and you bought a digital version of the PS5, you won't be able to get the free upgrade because... The it's a licensing issue where the PS5 will still have to have that Final Fantasy VII Remake PS4 disc in it in order to read the license to know that you bought the, a copy of it. Um, so if you bought a disc version for PS4, but then you have a digital version of a PS5 that doesn't have the, the yeah, Blu-ray drive, exactly. you, it, it, you can't get it for free. You have to uh, buy a whole retail copy of it. Unfortunately. Which will include the DLC at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's just one thing. So people can get the free upgrade. You just have to have the PS4 game version of the game, the disc or digital version to get the P free PS5 upgrade. And then what will happen is you'll be able to download the, the Yuffie DLC. It will be like a separate purchasable thing. Yep. Right now... It's not listed because I logged into PlayStation Store and I tried to see if I could pre-order the Yuffie DLC, but you can't right no. now. The only thing you can pre-order is the actual PS5 integrated version, the full yep. version, digital deluxe or standard digital version, or also just like the standard disc version. But I, I couldn't find it anywhere, so it wouldn't let me do it because it told me, oh, you already have a copy of Final Fantasy yeah, that's, Remake, that's, that's so why do you true, want to buy yeah, it again? It's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, is what it said. So I think we're going to get more information about this at a later date. It's too bad that we can't pre-order the, the Yuffie DLC because the thing is, is that the Yuffie, like the, the integrated version, it comes with a pre-order bonus. So if you, mm -hmm. you pre-order, it says that it comes with a Star weapon that Yuffie can wield after some research, it looks like. It's a pre-order bonus for a digital deluxe edition. However, on the for me, I'm in Canada, so on the Canadian PlayStation Store, it does have a little asterisk, and it says it will be available 
for purchase after the pre-order closes. Yeah, I heard about that too. So that you can just buy the weapon anyway. Yeah, if you want. so it's not, I mean, it is a pre-order bonus. It comes, but it's not just like you won't ever be able to get yeah, it. Yeah, so at least something, yeah. I'm fine with that because I'm just going to buy the weapon and I'll buy the Yuffie uh, DLC after I do the free um, upgrade once I get my disc PS5. Yeah, but there's also something more. If you pre-order it, you get a... or No, this is just a, a digital deluxe edition where you also get a uh, digital art book and digital mini soundtrack. Same as yes. uh, the vanilla game. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it's the same or if it's new or expanded because there's also some Yuffie stuff in there. Yeah, would be I think cool. it's expanded. I, I know so. that the soundtrack has one new track on it. What is it called? Oh, Descendant of Shinobi, probably. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. That is only available on this soundtrack. Yeah. So okay, I it's see. a new track that's on it. I don't know if there's going to be multiple ones, but that one is definitely on it. Okay. But I think that it's going to be similar to the like the original PlayStation 4 version, because what you could buy the standard version of the game, just like the basic retail copy, and then you could just pay for a digital deluxe or like the upgrade later. You could just pay an extra whatever it is to upgrade the version that you have to the to the deluxe edition. Oh, okay. So I feel like even if you want the digital deluxe edition and you want to pre-order it right now, you can't if you already have a, a copy of the game for PS4. So I think just just wait it out. After you do the free upgrade, you should just be able to also buy the digital deluxe edition upgrade for your version of the game that you have after you do the upgrade. Does that make sense? I think so. Because but... like if you bought the digital deluxe edition of PS4 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake, it does not mean that you get the digital deluxe edition of Integrate for free after you do the upgrade. You're oh, just yeah, getting the yeah, base yeah. copy of Final Fantasy VII Remake for PS4, you're getting the base copy of that upgraded to Integrate. You're not getting the digital deluxe edition, the extra soundtrack. No, you have to pay extra. So you will have to upgrade. After you do the free upgrade, you'll have to pay something, whether it's $19.99, $10.99 to upgrade your version of Integrate to the digital deluxe edition of Integrate to get the art book and the soundtrack oh boy. And, the, and the Cackstar weapon. That's what you're going to have to do. And the Yuffie DLC, that's what you have to do. But if you don't want that, you don't want the art book or anything, you can just upgrade. Probably you'll do the free upgrade and then mm. you'll just buy the Yuffie DLC yeah. separately, which will probably be like 10 bucks. And then you could buy the weapon separately as well. So there's going to be multiple pathways to get there. I think it's really confusing. People are upset because also the game is released for free on PlayStation Plus yes, this month in March. Yes, I was about to March. say that, yeah. <laughs> So the PlayStation Plus version of the game also isn't available for you to get the free upgrade. Mm -hmm. And I can understand why, because it's not necessarily a free game. I get it. You're paying for PlayStation Plus. It's not really free because you're paying that monthly payment, yeah. that monthly subscription to PS Plus. But you haven't bought a copy of the retail version of the game. You don't have the mm. license to it because you're basically like borrowing that game from like having it on playstation plus like you don't you haven't bought it you haven't bought a retail copy of the game yeah, you only have to so license. i can understand why like i feel like it would be crazy for them and also they would lose so much money they're also they're already giving people a free upgrade to, to integrate for people that did buy a mm. ps4 copy yeah. of the game like they're giving you a free upgrade which 
I think it's great because a lot of other companies have been doing this as well with their games that are, you know, multi-generational, whatever that came in on PS4. I'm happy that it's free, that I'm getting the free integrate upgrade. If I want that, it's there. That's great. Oh, for sure. If you have it on free for PlayStation Plus, it's, it's, I know you pay a subscription fee for it as a service. Getting the free games is like a bonus, right? But you haven't bought a copy of that game, a retail copy. And then you want a free upgrade to integrate as well. Like you haven't even paid. You yeah. haven't paid either version. So Square Enix would be like at, go, like at a loss if they gave everybody that gets remake from PlayStation Plus, if they gave them a free upgrade to integrate as well, that would be insane. They would lose <laughs> so much money. Like, I feel honestly, it's fair. I think it's fair. And I think that if you play through, you should. Like, you should be playing Remake right now. If it's free on PlayStation Plus, go for it. Definitely. If you beat it and you love it, absolutely. Why not support the developer and just buy a copy of the PS4 version of the game anyway? Because it's cheaper. Well, it was on sale. I don't know if it's cheaper anymore, but it was. The price was lower mm. than usual. And then you could upgrade to Integrate and get it for free. You can get Integrate for free. You don't have to buy a PS5 retail version of that game. If, you're, if you have it on PS Plus, just buy it after you're done beating it. And you get the free upgrade to Integrate. Or just buy the PS5 version. Or you, yeah, you can if you want to. You can if you want to, but that might be more expensive in the long run than just buying the cheaper ps4 version of the game and then getting the ufi dlc as an added uh, download after i think that buying the the vanilla ps4 game upgrading and then get the dlc is more expensive than just buying ps5 version where it's already included i have i'm i'm pretty sure it's it's cheaper because i think the ps5 version is, is only around 10 dollars pounds francs euros whatever um more expensive the DLC will probably be about 20 or something, I have a feeling. Yeah, it depends on how much it is for the retail copy of the game yeah. for PS4, because I know that it was cheaper. It was on sale for quite cheap, actually. Well, I if, forget. If you, ha if, if you can buy it cheap, for sure, but if you have to buy it full price PS4, then I advise no, to buy the PS5 not, no. version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I meant like if it was on sale. Oh, for, you know yeah, I mean? for sure, yeah. Or if it was on sale or you bought, you could also buy it pre-owned like GameStop for sure. Yeah. EB games for sure. Like you could also just buy pre-owned copy. copy. Yeah. You could also just buy it online off of somebody on like, mm -hmm. I use something called Gigi. It's like Craigslist. Oh, I you see, could just yeah. buy it for 20 bucks from somebody online it, the disc version. You can't buy the digital yeah, for version. Sure. <laughs> Obviously just... it doesn't work, but yeah. then you have it, then you could just get the free upgrade. Like you don't need to pay for the, for the retail copy of the, um, just integrate. But if you, if you want to go for it, but anyway, there is controversy about that online. Mm -hmm. So I just want to oh, address I've... it. I think for it's sure. fair for what you're getting. I think it's fair. And I think it's amazing that you're getting remake as a, uh, PS plus game. The yeah. game hasn't even been out for a year yet. It's almost been a year. April 10th, and you're getting it for free on PS Plus. So if you've been waiting to play it, you don't have to pay anything. You can literally try it, play it, beat it completely if you want to. Mm -hmm. You know, 
And then you're like, oh my gosh, I love it so much. I'm going to buy it because I want to play the Yuffie DLC on my PS5. Yeah. I think that's the idea that people try it mm -hmm. out for free and then are uh, kind of incentivized to buy yeah. the PS5 version in the Yuffie DLC. I think it's a great business model. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. And you never had to pay anything, only your PS Plus subscription fee. To, to get into it. it, yeah. Exactly. To get into it, yeah. yeah. And even if you think back to uh, PS3, PS4 um, era, where there were a few PS4, uh, PS4 versions, right, like remastered versions, or not a few, a lot of PS4 remastered versions of PS3 games, even like a year after they came out and you had to buy them completely again, like the Uncharted you did. series, The Last of Us. Um, Look at Nintendo. You know? They are the worst. GTA 5. They are the worst for yeah. that. Nintendo, yeah. you Nintendo buy too. one copy and then you're like, oh, it's re-released on Switch. Now I have to buy it again at full yeah. retail price. You don't get a free download just because you bought Pokemon like 20 years ago and now <laughs> yeah. it's being re-released as a new game on Switch, you're like, oh, Pokemon Red, yay. I'm, why don't I get a free upgrade? It's like, no. Like, there's costs that went into making that version of the game. It's not the same game, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's a remake, yeah, completely. So it's like, the fact that they're offering a free upgrade for people that bought the PS4 version of the game, I think it's fantastic. And I think yeah. that it's the proper thing to do. And I think that offering the game for free in March on PS Plus is a great business tactic that's probably going to get more people into playing the game and mm -hmm. people are talking about it more now especially with the new trailer. Yes. You know, with Integrate and everything. Why not? I think it's amazing. The only thing that people are upset over is that the DLC, the Yuffie DLC is not available on PS4. Yeah. Definitely. That's a big issue, especially because barely anyone can even buy a PS5. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally, I'm, I feel, I feel bad for the people that have PS4s that aren't going to be able to experience the story um, until much later. And then it's all going to be posted online. Yes, yeah, like immediately. <laughs> so how are you going to be able to avoid it? Uh, and you don't have a PS5. Like I haven't even been able to get one. Same. Neither have you. You know, I, I don't, I don't know when PS5s are going to be available at retail locations just on the shelves for people to buy it's probably not going to be for another year um like who knows but i feel bad for those people like i sold my ps4 a while ago to help pay for the ps5 i haven't mm. been able to get one but i don't have a ps4 so i'm not bummed out because i just don't even have a ps4 to even yeah. play right now you know what i mean True, yeah so it's like oh well i have no other choice but get a ps5 if i want to play this so like i said we have three months but it's going to be hard, and I feel bad for, for those people. Um, it does make sense why it's not available. It's been optimized for PS5. It's yep. not, you're not able to play it. The system, it's an older system, you know? It's, and also, probably they thought, well, we want to help sell PS5s as well. But really, do you really need help <sighs> selling more PS5, Sony? You know what I mean? Yeah, people already are running in stores right now, like, uh, <laughs> not quite literally, yeah. literally but uh, metaphorically, they're just yeah. waiting outside the stores with pitchforks and everything. Yeah. Let us in, we want it. <laughs> <laughs> but people who have the game, though, on PS4, at least they get the Integrate for free. Yeah, that's that's you know? really, really you, good move, yeah. 
I'm and I'm happy about that. So as soon as you do get a PS5, when you can get one, find one or afford it or whatever you're saving mm. up, perfect. You get that free upgrade. Yuffie DLC will always be there. You know, you'll be able to download and play it. It's just going to be crazy to not get spoiled. Yeah, because like hopefully we would have already played it. We're going to be talking about it, right? Mm -hmm. So those people are going to have to skip that part of our episodes, which is sad. Unfortunately, yeah. Same with mm -hmm. uh, with the CCO videos. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on, we are talking as well about Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis and the first soldier that were announced, but they were announced on, on uh, the remake's uh, Twitter account, I guess, or yes. on the website. I'm not sure, but I saw it Both, released on the Twitter account. I was like, what? We're getting more stuff? Yeah. Because I was just watching the state of play and I never saw anything until after. Then I was like, people were posting screenshots and I was like, what? Then I realized, okay, so Ever Crisis is a mobile game. And what I predict, it was kind of what I predicted on previous episode. I just want to say that I, we had talked about it and I yep. had said, imagine if it's like a repackaging of all of the games in the entire compilation so people can experience the whole compilation with updated, like it's like an HD remaster or it's a remake or something, but it's a package of every single one and people can experience it beginning to end. Why not? There's, before crisis wasn't even released in the west we couldn't yep. even play it it was only for mobile phones and it was like terrible flip phone quality like it wasn't even honestly like we we didn't even get that story so if you don't already know ever crisis is a mobile game it's it it's all the story from the whole final fantasy 7 and the og is being redone and also it's all of the games in the compilation including Advent Children, which is a movie. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how that's going to fit in, what they're going to do, if it's going to be just told to us in cutscenes or video, or if it's going to be like as, um, Advent Children playable. I guess playable, yeah. We'll see, but I'm super excited about this. I can't wait. I know it's on mobile. I'm okay with it because I have a new phone. So it'll mm. give me an excuse to play games on my iPhone. <laughs> but I also have a wireless gamepad, um, a SteelSeries Nimbus or whatever that I have that I can play with my phone. But it depends on if they add that functionality or not, right? Like, I hope oh, yeah. that I can play it with a controller because yeah. I hate touching a touch screen to be able to move the characters around and stuff. I don't, I don't enjoy that. Um, yeah, same. But... I'm okay with it being a mobile phone game for now. I think it's just for now. I honestly do see this coming to the Switch and other platforms like PC and potentially PS4 and PS5. Probably when it's finished. Yeah. Yeah. I do see it, but but later. It would be ridiculous for them to not bring it to other platforms, to be honest. People were upset. I get it. People don't like playing games on their phones. Most of Asia, this is all they do is play games on their phone. They they have like gaming consoles, but they don't they don't even play them. Like they just play mobile games. And it's super popular. Because they're commuting all the time. Yes, exactly. And they're gonna sell a bunch of copies of this. Yeah. I mean, apparently it's gonna be released in chapters. We don't know specifics yet, but apparently it's not gonna be the entire experience beginning to end 
right away. Mm. We're getting it in chapters, apparently. So I guess we'll see. We don't really have that much more information. I love the style, the little like chibi characters. Um, like Final Fantasy OG, Final Fantasy Seven OG, but with better gra- It's like better graphic um, uh, chibi characters. Do you know what I mean? Like yes, it's it's, it's, the it's same, like the polygonal better. characters, but yeah. with smooth edges. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A bit more details. Yeah, like it looks so good, and I'm just super excited to to experience everything. Um, it looks like that's in the like the overworld. The world map but then in the the battle graphics look like remake style mm-hmm. graphics yep so it's just like the original how you had your character model for the overworld right when you're mm-hmm. just and also in the environment and then in the battle you had a different character model it's very similar to that they kept it the same way i find that yeah. super interesting <laughs> yeah I, fi- I think it's cool i'm okay with it yeah, but um, Max Dude brought up a good point. So you can actually download an app. I think it's called Bluestack or something where you can play mobile games on a PC. An emulator, so to speak, yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure a lot of people will be going down that road as well. And I will too, because I don't play any games on mobile. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I have like all the classic Final Fantasies on my phone. I'd never play them. <laughs> I never play them. I experienced um, one and two on my phone. That's when I I played one and I never played one and two until I was like an adult and I had a phone. I bought them on the app store and I played them on my phone. Hmm. Final Fantasy one and two. Yeah. I played them on a PSP emulate emulator. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. But I'm just super excited to see, you know, this whole collection um, coming to. I guess the present time, you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm, we all missed before crisis if you live in the West. And also I'm interested to see how dirge of Cerberus turns out. Yeah. Same. But uh, I can't kind of have a feeling that it's not quite what we expect. Like not just Mm -hmm. um, like a remaster, remake, demake, whatever of the games themselves. But more like what we saw for uh, the Final Fantasy VII scenes in this vein, but for all games, and just like in terms of story, we have the BC story, the AC story, the DOC mm-hmm. story, the CC story. But like the uh, gameplay and the concept is the same everywhere. Like not different yes. battle systems or something mm-hmm. like that. I agree. Do you think that we're going to actually be able to play through the entire? Final Fantasy VII OG. I'm like, do you sure, think yeah. it's actually going to be as fleshed out? Like, it's just going to be the actual game, or do you think it's going to be more like Final Fantasy XV, yeah. where it was Pocket Edition, yeah, Pocket Edition, where it was like the major story beats. It wasn't just open world everything like the original. Like, do you see it being as like that? I think yeah. if it's like that, people are going to be really mad. No, I, I, th- I think it's it's a bit more streamlined. I have a feeling because. Especially because it, ha- it, it has so many games included or story arcs included. Mm-hmm. It will release in, uh, in chapters, episodes, what have you. Yeah. And even with this concept, it, it, it can't just replicate the whole original game as it was, just with uh, exactly. a, bit, a bit better graphics. 
Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's it's more um, it's more like uh, just a collection of Final Fantasy VII compilation story, but playable in this specific uh, playstyle, I guess. Yeah. Right. You know what? I actually was thinking about something as well. I just want to point out because I watched a little bit of the um, BlizzCon. Mm -hmm. And they're releasing Diablo 2 Resurrected, I guess, which yep. is a Diablo 2. It's like an HD remaster that's mm, supposed see, to be yeah. coming out soon. They showed video of it. And do you know what they said? The company that is doing this, well, they're, I mean, it's Blizzard, but I don't know if it's another company that's working with them on like remaking this game or upscaling it or remastering it, whatever. Um, what they said they're doing is actually they're running the original game underneath the upgraded I see. game yeah, yeah so it's like just a skin over top of the original diablo 2 like the diablo 2 is just underneath it it's running like diablo 2 is running and i'm like they they could just do that with the original they could just run final fantasy 7 like og underneath this upgraded so kind of like modding it <laughs> Yes! It's kind of like they're modding their own game. Why not? Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was super interesting. I'm like, hmm, they could probably do that with uh, 7. But Yeah. Uh, just, just one little detail I noticed is uh, when, uh, when we are in the reactor, there's one scene where Cloud is in front of the reactor and, and he has his uh, like kind of memory flashback thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't show the Sephiroth. Uh, feather, but it says a similar thing that we also see in the original game. So this is effectively the original timeline, and the remake is definitely something different and new. Okay. So they made this conscious delineation between the two, which I find very interesting to the lore. Yeah, I like that. So like the compilation happened before. This is the old timeline. This is yeah. what happened. This is uh, the history chronology and then the remake happens with this uh going back in time in air quotes because it's not really time it's more like going back into memory which which makes it different and stuff so mm -hmm. this is uh everything that uh, comes out all new information points towards the theory i have like mm -hmm. i haven't seen anything that stands against it like really stands against it so far yeah yeah and it looks like we're getting additional story about sephiroth oh yeah this this is a uh, part of the first soldier which takes place about 30 years before when so the soldier program started and i think this this additional story is there but it's also integrated into ever crisis for us to enjoy mm -hmm. Because like they probably know that many people who are not interested in Battle Royale will not play it and will therefore not uh, experience the story. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so they're, they're included in Ever Crisis as well. Mm -hmm. So talking about a little bit about um, the first soldier, so it looks like it's like a Battle Royale mobile game as well. Similar to me, I think it looks a little bit like Fortnite without like the building although mm, i did it yeah. looked like somebody had a shield they could put out in front of them um to block damage it's, it's, and stuff it's like kind that. of reminded me a bit more of overwatch a bit more or maybe PUBG or something mm -hmm. a little bit 
It looks interesting. I think that I'm going to try it. I just don't know how much I'll like it because I know the type of games that I like. I'm not really into those type of games. I do play Overwatch still, but I I took a long break from it. I just went mm, back to it. Yeah. <laughs> and I am enjoying my experience more now, but I don't there's no lore, there's no story. It's just, there is, but I don't care about that. Like it's just so that's not why I'm playing it. Isn't isn't there a short like a, a 5 minute animation movie for each character and that's it? Yes, yes, yeah. but I don't care. Like I <laughs> they try they try to like give lore and people like that about it, but I'm not playing Overwatch for lore. Like Most I'm playing it <laughs> for a drop in and drop out game that's fun and it takes 20 minutes and it's like no commitment, time yeah. commitment other than playing. But, and I play Overwatch with, I mean, I play Fortnite as well with my nephew and um, we oh, have nice. fun, but I'm not that great at it, but I only play it for him because he's a child. He's so young. Um, I think he's seven or eight and he's yep. really into it. So anyway, but it looks like it could be fun. I'm going to download it. I'll play it. We don't know if it's free to play or if it's like microtransaction based or if it's actually like you have to buy it. Um, if I have to buy it, I might wait a little bit <laughs> yeah. before. It depends on how much it is. But it looks cool. I just don't know how much lore we're going to get from a Battle Royale game. Not like, much. I just don't see Square Enix locking important story content behind a Battle Royale that mm. I feel like not as many people are going to play. Yeah, that that's why they include this... Uh the first social lore about that legendary hero into EverCrisis mm -hmm. exactly for that reason I think yeah but it looks cool and I'm interested to see what it is when we get more information and how like how it functions and what it is like I just am confused about like what actually is the point like what I know it's a battle royale but what is how are they going to relate it to Final Fantasy VII? Like, yes, the environment looked cool. The character models looked actually quite good, I thought. The graphics-wise, like, the, yeah. the, the character models. But, anyway. I have two words for you. Cash cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, you know what? They got to make their money somehow, especially after that um, Marvel Avengers yeah, game. Definitely. They lost so much money. I mean, they just basically Final Fantasy VII Remake saved them. Mm. So I do not hold it against them. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm like, you know what? You see an opportunity and you go for it. If people are going to pay and they want to play First Soldier and that's the game that they love because that's what they're into and they love Seven, and they're like, why not? You're just providing sure. more options for people that have different tastes of gameplay. Like they like different types of games and they're broadening their market. Yeah. Um, what I don't like is when the experience is terrible. So if you have the first soldier and it's a great experience, people are having fun. They love it. Okay. That's great. That's different. Yep. Oh, and the story isn't locked behind a paywall in first soldier. So I have to, yep. I have to play a battle Royale to get more Sephiroth story. No, they've answered that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But if it's just trash, then no, I'm, I would hold it against them. But I, I think that it's, it looks cool. We'll see what happens. But, and I'll try it, but I just don't see me as being like one of those long-term players. The, the Final Fantasy um, 15 mobile game that was out, 
that was like this war game oh, or whatever. Empire I got Empire something, yeah. Empire. I I got sucked into that. And embarrassingly, I did spend money on it. Oh boy. And it did a good job of sucking me in. Yeah. And I played it for a bit, then I was like, okay, no, I've just I can't no, this, keep this doing is a, this anymore. This is a complete money drain because it's yes. there are more games like this, and I've heard that they manipulate like the clans and the uh, the, the servers yeah. and the the areas where money is spent that even if you spend a lot and you get strong then stuff gets shuffled around on their service and then you uh, uh, kind of lose your edge or lose uh, your um, yeah like your strength over the others and then you're uh, weak again and you need to yeah. buy stuff again it's just only there to extract money and nothing else yeah but if that's what you want and that's that's the only game you play and that's the only game you spend money on then why not like that's what you do that's the game you play that's the only time you have that's the one you like i'm fine with that oh for sure but yeah. for, for me like i enjoyed it for what it was i got sucked in i spent a little bit of money but then eventually i was like there's no way that i'm going to be able to continue to play this continue to spend money and enjoy this experience which i thought was okay but it could have been a lot better yeah i just i don't i i'm hoping that this is not what first soldier is going to be yeah same we'll see what happens but i'm willing to try it yeah um there are also a, a few things i forgot to mention about ever crisis um mm -hmm. did you notice that Aerith was playable against yes, the Guard Scorpion. I did. I did. And that they could summon Leviathan in that yeah. fight. Yeah, I wasn't sure if the Leviathan scene I don't think that it showed I feel like the Leviathan scene was taken it was cut out of another battle. It oh, just was put be, in yeah. to show. Because Maybe. I don't think it showed its attack hitting the Guard Scorpion. I just it showed the summoning and it oh, does right, attack, it did, but it yeah, doesn't yeah. show what it attacks. So I, I just thought it was a cut of some other battle that they were just yeah. showing. Hey, there's also summons. I'd have to check. They if, show Efreet as well. Yeah, I'd have to check the background if it's still there or not. But I mentioned this explicitly because there was a demo for the original Final Fantasy yes. VII, <laughs> and you had Aerith in your party there, so that you can that you had three people you could uh, battle. Yes. With. And they were also able to summon Leviathan in battle. Okay. And they already had Fire 2, uh, Blizz, uh, Blizzard 2, and uh, oh, Bolt okay. 2. And I also saw Blizzara in there somewhere in the menu. I haven't oh. had time to look quite into it, but I saw something that they're higher level spells. Yeah. So it could be that there's, this is a huge nod to the original demo. That which looks is pretty so cool. cool. Yeah, but I'm that's pretty awesome. sure we this this won't be the case. Uh, when we actually get the game, that Aerith uh, oh. will be there. However, um, in in the CCO Discord, we chatted about that, and it could be that as soon as you unlock a character in uh, in the story, like after you meet Aerith for the first time in um, in the church, mm -hmm. from then on, she's always available for battle. And if uh, as soon as you get Tifa, she's always available for battles. So there's kind of a discrepancy between story and battles. So battles are kind of untethered to the story, maybe, so that you can uh, mm -hmm. put in into the your battle party whoever you want. 
even from other games, like from before Crisis or from Dirty Cerberus or from Crisis Core or something, that's kind of the who participates in battle is non-canon, but battles themselves are. Or maybe there's just one spot for a random um, character that you decide and two of them are fixed or something. Okay. For some reasons. It could be. Maybe it's just really just a, a mock-up for the trailer and you're never able to actually play as Aerith there or anywhere else where she's not around. This is all speculation, but uh, it mm-hmm. it would make sense because later in... in uh, I'll, I'll mention this later in the, the interview. I'll go over. That uh, the release structure kind of lends to this... Um, this concept that you can okay. choose who to play with. I like that. Hmm. W- wouldn't be that bad. Still, <laughs> it's it would kind of give more credence to this being a mobile title. Like, yeah, you can play through all those stories, but it's actually just a mobile title where you play yeah. and stuff, and there are microtransactions, and maybe even gotcha. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we are going to talk quickly about a Famitsu article that was released uh, featuring Nomura. Um, he did an interview, and I didn't have enough time to actually read the entire translation because it was in Japanese. And I know that Audrey had um, translated like little parts of it just that she wanted to post, so I read yeah. a little bit about that. But I see that you have a lot written here, so why don't you go through some of the, I guess, the main points of the uh, article. Yes, for sure. Um, she actually translated the whole article. I checked it and translated myself using DeepL, which is a pretty good translator. But then I noticed, oh, she also posted the whole thing, so I just <laughs> deleted it again yeah. and uh, just used this <laughs> one. So there are a, f- a few parts. One is f- uh, about Euphys DLC, the first soldier, then um, Ever Crisis, and then a bit, a little mm-hmm. bit about Integrate itself, like the the name and stuff. So first about Euphys DLC, uh, there's or just Integrate itself, like the upgrades for photo mode. There won't be uh, face or po- pose choices like in Kingdom Hearts three, because you could yeah. change the, the the face facial facial expressions and the poses. I think in in the Tomb Raider games, yeah. you could do that as well. But there's no plans for that. Just to, It's just more meant to, to be a tool to preserve memories. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this I want to um, commit this shot or this uh, area to memory. So you, you go in there, change the camera a little bit, and the colors and stuff. And then, yeah, this, this is uh, now part of my memory. I say this explicitly with memory because memory is a big part of Final Fantasy VII's lore. So it's mm-hmm. it's more like it's it's kind of like we take snapshots from uh, from the memory from uh, from the live stream and put mm-hmm. it into our own materia in our brain or something. I don't know. <laughs> I love just, it. So some weird uh, analogies. Um, now, the existence of Weiss is is there because Nomura wanted. Cloud to give the opportunity to battle Weiss. He even wanted or pressured the team ever since the release of the PS4 version. For whatever reason, he didn't say. But that's how the VR battle came to life. Mm-hmm. And he also says that his code is deliberate to give him some sense of richness 
like in the battle, I guess. Because in the Thirds of Cerberus original game, he had no coat. He was always um, topless. Yeah. And but he also keeps very close to his chest if we see Wise in New Fist DLC or not. He doesn't say. Mm. Like okay. it could be that he's there in some capacity, like around maybe in a cutscene or something. But he definitely confirms that it's he's not a boss. Like the 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 main boss of uh, Yuffie's story DLC is not Wise. We need to wait for more info on that. Mm -hmm. And what he also confirms is that the Avalanche members we see is a group different to Barrett's Avalanche. It's, uh, and also, if we read the official synopsis or summary, it says that it's the main branch of Avalanche. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I'm pretty sure it's not the guys we see in Chapter 4. It could be. I'm still on the fence about that. I need to do, do a little bit more research if it could be or not. But there are four people in there, and I think we see four people or there more in Chapter 4. That's what I still need to check. I, I thought about it earlier today, but I haven't, have time. I haven't had time to check. So maybe there's, this is an entirely different group again. Mm -hmm. And he also here confirms that Sonon is not playable, but you can issue commands, as, as we talked about earlier. Um... Now about the first soldier, he says that soldiers are undergoing or have to undergo various situations to experience realistic battles for their training. And this is uh, kind of the basis for this Battle Royale game. There are also solo and trio battles. So either you have to battle against everyone and hope you are the victor in the end or just groups of three. And the group of three that prevails is the winner. It's kind of interesting. Are, are there also trios or group battles royales in other games? Because I don't really play them. Yeah, they have this in Overwatch as well. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. Group battle. Uh, duo, trio? Uh, yeah, yeah, duos. They have that in Fortnite as well. It's called oh, cool. duos. Okay. I think they have trios as well. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of copied this. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. If it's something new they uh, invented or if it's something just ripped out of other... Battle Royale games. No, it's yeah. Most of them all have these. Um, okay, yes. you could do solo one one v one, or you can do like three v three. Sometimes yeah. it's just a death match. Oh, um, okay, yep. Which cool. is every person for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Battle Royale in in films, movies. Yes, <laughs> yes. That movie. Have you seen that Battle Royale? Yeah. The the um. I think there's one. A Japanese it's like Hunger original, Games, but, but more brutal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There, I think there's a Japanese one, and there's also a is it the yeah, American the remake or something? One. But it's pretty brutal. Yeah, it is. The Japanese one was so good. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> and what's also very interesting, it apparently incorporates RPG elements like leveling up, gathering items, and, and subduing monsters. So it kind of seems like there are two modes. One mode is the battle royale, and the other mode is just RPG. Alike, where you roam around, battle monsters, maybe alone, maybe with others, to gain experience and better yourself. Okay. And maybe gain more um, equipment and items and stuff you can then use in hmm. Battle Royale. This is that's that's how it sounds to me. He didn't elaborate, unfortunately, but yeah, it's a pretty inter an interesting uh, concept if that's what it actually is. 
or if or maybe it's just within the battle royale royale fights that uh, you can gather items there or level up in terms of surviving and um, getting experience there or maybe there are monsters around as well and if you kill monsters you get extra exp that's also possible we'll have to see i guess yeah well it sounds cool mm, definitely it's just still not my cup of tea but uh, i might watch uh, a few videos to see how other people played what it's all about mm -hmm. if there's actual story content outside of intro and uh, ending movie or something uh, that's about it for First Soldier. Then he had a few th things to say about Ever Crisis. So each chapter for each game in Ever Crisis can be played in any order, which is also interesting and which is uh, something I alluded to before. So there's no need to play through one game first before uh, starting the next. So we can play zigzag through yeah. all games, which is also why I think it could be uh, like you, you unlock characters along the way and you can play with whomever, whomever you want because if you level up if you uh, learn new limit breaks and magic and stuff which is also in there um, you need to have a progression and if you if you can go through any game and, and the, the story within a game in any order you want you can't really go through or like really use um, predetermined battle formations you kind of need okay. to have your own that's that's also why we thought mm. it might be this way and it also as, as i said before it would fit into a mobile game concept like uh, game design sort of like uh how is it called again record keeper i think there's another one uh, brave exvius where you can just choose your your party as you see fits and then go through if there's i don't know is, is there even a story in brave exvius and record keep i have no idea because i don't play those okay <laughs> Bummer. sorry i, I yeah. don't either so yeah that's that's the thing that's that's where i'm coming from with uh this concept it's i don't think it would be that much of a problem because it's more like the story more for the story yeah. anyway to uh, experience the story for all those games again in one whole package and he also says that uh, it uh, ever crisis exists um for uh especially one reason and that is to act as a chronology to final fantasy 7 the complete mm -hmm. story so that's that's this sounds to me that it's kind of meant to bring everyone up to speed within one yeah. game and it's easily accessible so that everyone can have more context to the remake which makes sense if the remake is a sequel, as many are thinking, or at least yeah. those who are into theorizing, as myself. Because then you need this uh, previous timeline, that you need the whole compilation to have a, as a basis to the remake. Because it's not the same, it's actually there yeah. are different titles. And he also says that... that um, first uh, Ever Crisis, First Soldier and the remake are entirely separate entities mm -hmm. and what i also have a feeling that uh, especially with this um chapter-based approach that it's meant to avoid spoilers for the remake it starts in 2020 
two. Like yeah. the first um the first chapters will release then and then monthly new chapters. So then they have complete control over the release structure. What do we release first? Which uh, story fragments do we release first? And let's say if Remake Part 2 releases in 2023, they can release all those chapters before that are not too spoilery or don't, don't reveal major plot points before yeah. that, and the rest later to give context to Remake Part 2. I have a feeling that they kind of weave those into each other a little bit, kind of. Mm -hmm. Could be. And I, as I said before, I really hope there are no gacha mechanics, since it's yeah. a mobile title and um, one with episodes, like Pocket Edition. So it could be that all of those are free, but we can use or buy microtransactions for cheats or time savers, which I'm okay with, because then you can still play it yeah. as you wish because it, it is confirmed to be a single player game not some sort of like multiplayer in some sort of way it's really just a single player game or each episode has to be bought separately like for one two or three dollars or something like that or yeah dollars or euros or pounds what have you and the first one is free I think this is how okay. um, Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition was priced. Like the first edition, the first episode was free, and the other ones uh, were paid, or you had to pay for the other ones, if I rem remember correctly. So there are those two variants I see: either pay for each episode, or it's free and you can buy time savers and cheats. Uh, what else? All right, you also talked about the ATP system that is in there still to to keep it intact and also all the others, other aspects like, as I said, limit breaks, magic and weapons and items and stuff. Um, but it seems like it's optimized for mobile. I haven't analyzed it much. I only remembered the battle screen a little bit, but it has an ATB bar with six segments. And then underneath uh, a few icons or buttons for actions you could take. So it is definitely a little bit different. Maybe you can just switch between the characters as you wish and uh, just press an action to use up ATB and then switch characters, use this and use this, like kind of a more fast-paced ATB, kind of like Final Fantasy um, 13, where you had one ATB bar. Right. And which uh, whichever um, commands you used, Oh, no, wait, I think each character had a, had, had a separate ATB bar. I'm not quite sure. I don't remember it. It has been a while. But there was, there were, I think they started with two or three ATB bars. And then if where you leveled up, you gained ATB bars. And with the best weapon for each character, it elevated from five to six ATB bars. Yeah, it was separate for each. Maybe it's even separate for each character here as well, but there are more. So that you can like press around with your fingers much faster as mm -hmm. you do in many mobile games. Just press around, activate this, 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 to make it more fast-paced. I have a feeling it will be that way. But again, I still need to analyze this. And then there's also an interesting uh, little tidbit about the 2D art avatars. If you remember, uh, yeah. in certain cutscenes where they speak, you see uh, a bigger 2D painted avatar which look new they're 
uh, new avatars. And uh, since, since everyone in the project was already occupied, they asked someone from a different project where Numero is also involved, uh, if they could uh, come along to draw the, to the avatars because uh, her draw style is, um, fits perfectly. So they, they took her took her also in included her into this um this project to draw the 2D avatar avatar. So it's uh yeah, it's pretty neat. I also like them by the way. Barrett looks yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> They're really well done. Yeah, exactly. And there's also one one other thing I'm glad that he said. Um he talked about voice acting. And currently there are no no plans or they're not sure, but he thinks that they won't include any voice acting for the game besides battle um, battle lines, lines in battle. Okay. And every, everything else will be mute because we already see text boxes, so it is text-based. And I think this is a good choice if they go through with this because in battles there are just battle cries, maybe, maybe a few story-related um, lines, otherwise just random stuff that fits, which isn't yeah. It, it doesn't take too much time and effort and money, but if you have to voice all of the cutscenes of all those games and the whole sto compilation story exactly. will be too much, and they also need to employ maybe even new new uh, voice actors and even those who are now um, occupied with uh, the remake itself. So. And it would also be a uh, more um, accurate representation of the old games. <laughs> Although there's a server since uh, Crisis Core had voice acting, but uh, before Crisis hadn't, the original hadn't, Advent Children had, but yeah. So I think to get everything on the same page, and it, since it is in a chibi style and has text boxes, I think no, no voice actors uh, or no no voice acting is the better choice for nostalgia's sake and battle cries yeah that's more for immersion i guess but there nothing set in stone yet so we'll have to see yeah i think that them recording voice acting for everything is just such a huge undertaking i just don't see i just don't see them doing that i think like you said there's going to be voice acting in battles a lot of the other games have uh, voice acting in battles, but it's just, yeah, like you said, before Crisis, that doesn't, so they don't have anything at all that they can just take from to yep. put in. <laughs> so they might have to record some, but it's a lot less than just voice acting everything. Yeah, exactly. You know? Which is just, I don't even think they're going to be able to do that and release it in 2022. <laughs> I don't. I just don't see that possible. So, also, I think certain characters have different voice actors in different games, like in the exactly. Children and Crisis Core. Aerith had different voice actors. Yeah. Tifa was the same, I think. Sephiroth had also different, like the Advent Children, and in uh, Crisis Core, Sephiroth's voice actor was also different. Uh, I don't remember the names, unfortunately, yeah. but it was different. But the voices are done for remake, so I feel like they would yeah. just take the remake audio clips and put them in here. Uh, in battle, is... like they kind of oh, talk battle. to each yeah, other. Maybe. In battle yeah. is what I mean. So they already okay, have those recorded. Be, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe so even they could just voice clips. Them over. 
maybe in voice clips from Crisis Core and uh, there's a Cerberus and Advent Children exactly. for certain characters, maybe. They might be able to update them or kind of use some kind of technology to make them more high def and clear yeah. sounding, maybe. Remastered. For the older games. Yeah. Yeah. Without having to do the voice acting again. But yeah, anyways, exactly. I guess we'll see. I also wouldn't be mad if there's there it is completely devoid of uh, voices. Yeah. Because it's, be okay it, it really seems to be the, the remake uh, many uh, within the fan bases, especially the hardliners and the purists wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could be just um, like grunts and stuff. Like when they're mm -hmm. attacking, they're just yeah, like, exactly. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. And that's it. There's no like, because yeah. then they don't have to do any. It's just sounds like yeah. there's no. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like there's no talking, so they wouldn't even be able to tell probably that it's a different voice actor. <laughs> yeah. If they exactly. have the hula and it's the same timbre of voice, it's harder for you to like mm. determine who it is. But yeah, I guess anyways. we'll have to, to wait for more information mm -hmm. for more uh, trailers, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, about, uh, there are also two interesting uh, uh, pieces of information, one about Hamaguchi and one about Integrate. So first... Hamaguchi will be the main director for Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Nomura mm. will be in uh, or stay in the position of creative director for the remake and the mo mobile titles. So he'll like he has the main vision, and everything will be kind of then um, led by his vision and probably a few others. Also Hamaguchi and certainly Kitase. I'm pretty sure he will also provide some input. So that everything kind of has a certain coherence. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that uh, Hamaguchi will honor what came before. And he was co-director here. So he was already a big part of the remake. And it was him who suggested that Sephiroth be uh, the final, final boss, final battle. And Nomura said, well, why not do it? And this is what we got. <laughs> Um, so some people would say, "Oh no, please no, Hamaguchi! What what yeah. have you done?" Um, but I'm 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 pretty pretty certain that part two will turn out just as well as uh, the first part. I think so. And like you said, the vision is intact now, and I yeah. think that that's what Nomura really wanted was just to establish the outlook and the vision of like yeah. what was going exactly. to happen. The main direction is already done, uh, as I've heard and as he has said, like they know where it's going and mm -hmm. the main points have been established, so it should be good. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, as I wrote there, it's Nomura's involvement, I think, is basically just, uh, or like he's, it's this change from director to creative director mm -hmm. is more like just a formality. I have yeah. a feeling. Formal change, like the responsibilities change a little bit, but his involvement like in the creative process is probably more or less unchanged. Um, now, Integrate. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before. Mm -hmm. but integrate is, may, is meant to be the middle point, like something within a gradient, like between point A and B, and also to move from one point to another. So from PS5, PS4 to PS5 and Part 1 to Part 2. So this uh, kind of confirms that 
that part two will also be PS5 exclusive, <laughs> kind of soft confirms. And it's the middle point. Some people think that this is also the middle point in terms of release, so we might get part two yeah. next year. I don't think so. I have a feeling that it's 2023. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I think 2023 as well. Uh, it will be great if it's next year, but I don't get my hopes up, and I ho hope you all also don't. Yeah, I think it's 2023 for sure. Mm. Especially with the release date of uh, Ever Crisis. Yeah, exactly. If part two would come out in 2022, I think we'd already have more information about it. Maybe even have the first teaser. Because yeah, I think so too. Uh, part one was kind of uh, re-teased um, re or it's the mm -hmm. PR role of uh, began its rollout in 2019 in May 9th with yeah. State of Play, which is a little bit less than one year uh, before the release, and then it went just crazy from there. So if it's if it releases next year, I don't think so. If it's next year, like at the end of 2021, uh, 2022, maybe, but yeah. Could be. I don't. I don't think so. I think we're gonna get Final Fantasy 16 first. in 2022. Yeah, the first quarter of 2022 is my current bet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then we're gonna get in remake, not in remake, but in seven. In the world of seven, we're getting the mobile games. Yeah, right? exactly. And we can play through those, and we have integrate now. We've got the Yuffie DLC. They could potentially re uh, release some more DLC. Yeah, like why we not? Got with Yuffie instead, it's like some other type of DLC where we can play as Red 13, maybe. Um, just to kind of give us a little taste of something that's in store. I don't know, for part two or whatever, but showing now to us that they have done DLC for this game mm -hmm. kind of makes it, I feel like, more... It could be more likely that they would even do maybe more DLC or maybe not who knows i that could, it could mean it could mean nothing yeah. but i have a feeling or i tend towards no because of two reasons one resources two yeah they said integrate is meant to be the middle point so yeah that's DLC true. is the middle point so if there's more it wouldn't be the middle point anymore so that's uh yeah my reason that's for true this. It could yeah. be just like an exclusive DLC. Because yeah, they want pretty it sure, yeah. And it makes sense for Yuffie to be there. Mm-hmm, yeah. The other characters less so. Maybe Sid, but not, not like this. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. There's one more thing. Integrate is also an allusion to Final Fantasy VII International, because the the original Japanese release didn't include several things, including um, ruby weapon and emerald weapon, and therefore also, uh, also not... I think the master material were also not there, and some other things. Mm -hmm. And then there was the international version, which included those and a few other things, and I think a little bit of gameplay tweaks, I'm not quite sure, I don't, don't remember which then released in the West, like uh, North America and eventually in Europe. And Integrate is also 
kind of a uh, a version that has a bit more within. Mm -hmm. It's it looks better and has the UV DLC instead of uh, the new weapons that has more content. But yeah, I, I've heard a lot that um, the Japanese love to create titles that are multi multifaceted, like integrate. Mm -hmm. It's the middle point, but it also means to move from one thing to another. But it's also an allusion <laughs> to this and. <laughs> I think yeah. it sounds cool. I like it. I yeah, like it I more like than it. definitive edition. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't really roll off the t off the tongue this well, but integrate. Mm -hmm. I've I've come to like it. I like it. Yeah. It also kind of sounds like integrate, like integrate yes. Yuffie into this new story and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. All right, guys. So that concludes our episode on our first impressions of Final Fantasy VII a Remake Integrate. If you have any ideas for upcoming episodes, you can write us at thereunionpodcast at gmail.com. That's thereunionpodcast at gmail.com. Please go ahead and join our Discord server as well. There is a link to our Discord server that's listed in the description of every episode. Also, we have a Twitter account. It's at reunionpodcast underscore podcast and we will be doing some giveaways there hopefully soon so go ahead and follow us on twitter for all of the information about that we do have a facebook it's reunion podcast we have a youtube channel it's the reunion podcast and we post our episodes there as well and you can check out the audio only version of my cover for hollow that was recently posted as well we do have an instagram account it's at the reunion podcast and Viz, did you want to drop your socials for Cosmo Canyon Observatory? For sure. So it's Cosmo Canyon Observatory on YouTube, of course, which also has the links to other platforms like Twitter, where it, where it is at CC underscore observatory. I personally uh, personally am still on Twitter as at Visuasat, but nobody can spell this, so just <laughs> ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then of course our Discord server where there's also an invitation link on our YouTube page in the title banner or on every single video in the description. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Riz, for taking the time out to sit with me today to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. I can't no wait to see you know, what we get in the next three months, and I can't wait to get my hands on this game and also a PS5 if somebody oh, yeah. find me one out there. If somebody wants to find me one and buy me one and then mail it to me, <laughs> one of our yeah. listeners, I, I would definitely appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. So this is Kai. I am signing off. All the best. Take care, guys. Bye. I would be lost, drifting along, floating up high. Time after time There you'd be Shining brightly Your smiling face To guide my way and bruised brought to 
Selfish. 